Welcome to the I Love Recruiting Podcast with your host, Adam Roach. Okay, everybody, welcome back to the I Love Recruiting Podcast. I am your host, Adam Roach, and today we have a special guest with us. And if you're watching in the art of recruiting, you know the drill. If you have questions, you can put them in uh, the comment section, and we will get to those in the last five minutes of this podcast recording. So today, my guest is Miss Kim. She is coming to us. Well, you know what? I'm not going to introduce. She can introduce herself. Kim, tell us about yourself. Who are you? You were born and then what happened? Yes, I was born and then what happened. So I've been in real estate for about the last 11 years. Um, and so I've held a lot of seats on the bus, right? So everything from agent to productivity coach. I was a MAPS bold coach for a period of time. And I've been a team leader in you know, in, in Maryland for the last, you know, four plus years. Um, and so, uh, you know, in addition to that, you know, I'm partner in a couple market centers, title company, et cetera. So, um, so yeah, that's kind of been my, my journey, um, of where I've been and kind of what I've been up to. Yeah. So over that time period, what, um, so have you, are you born and raised and from Maryland? No, I actually born and raised uh, in the Midwest, so North Dakota. Um, that's gotcha. where I got into real estate in Fargo. Yep. Wow. And then curious, what took you to over to Maryland? So I kind of took a little detour around the country, right? Um, you know, so, uh, you know, just the, you know, the desire to step outside my comfort zone, right? So prior to real estate, I was in the Air Force. Um, so I kind of got my little taste of, you know, other places. And I, I realized that if I really wanted to grow and expand myself, I had to get outside of where I was comfortable. Um, and so I left North Dakota. Um, and then I ended up getting some great opportunities. You know, my first leadership opportunity, I actually failed and was let go. Um, and that was in Colorado. Um, and then uh, after that, I was, you know, presented a great opportunity in uh, San Antonio, Texas. Um, and then that kind of catapulted my growth uh, from there, right? You know, that's kind of where I was, you know, I guess noticed. Um, and then um, things just kind of catapulted from there. And then um, my business partner, Mike Zwarek, recruited me here, geesh, um, five and a half years ago. So, can you believe, can you believe he's, he's trying to do my hairdo? I, I, I don't understand why he's trying to do that, but, but he's trying to copy. Mike, stop trying to copy my hairdo. Uh, I know. What a great leader. Hey, I want to go back to failing here. Share with us yeah. where or how, and you can give as, middle, as many yeah. or as little detail as you want to. What, what was that failure all about? Yeah, I mean, so I was really young, right? My first leadership opportunity with KW, I was 23. Wow. Um, and so I was, um, I was a productivity coach slash assistant team leader. So I had the role of, you know, doing my best with recruiting. Um, and I really, really sucked at it. Um, and, you know, it just really, you know, that part of me was just like, you know, really was like, I'll never be a team leader. And that's what I really dove into the productivity coaching realm. And, you know, I learned years later, never say never, because I came full circle back to, you know, being a team leader and um, doing pretty well with it. So. Right. All right. So, so in our coaching tribe, every Friday we do what's called the tribal zoom and we have a space in there that I've created, this is a very safe environment for us embracing the suck. 
So I want you to share with everybody where or how you sucked at recruiting at that moment in time, because you don't anymore. Yeah, I still have my moments, right? I still have my moments. And I think, you know, the biggest thing, you know, with really not um, doing well at that time is I didn't believe in myself. Mm. I didn't believe in myself to have enough value to be able to pour back into other people. Um, so that was first, you know, first and foremost. Um, the second piece was I was very transactional. Like I, I didn't have a lot of great skill in building uh, long lasting relationships in order to attract anybody um, you know, to the company because my relationship, I had moved so many times um, in my life that I just really didn't flex that muscle enough. Um, and then the third thing was, man, like I was not committed to the activities. Um, I think that's like, that's probably one of the biggest things because if you're not good at something, it's either two things. It's either a skills issue or a commitment issue. And I wasn't even committed to learning the skills. Um, and so... <laughs> And so, you know, you put that in all in a hat. I mean, it's a recipe for disaster. So for sure. Hey, thanks for sharing that. That was good. So didn't believe in yourself. You were very transactional and not committed to the activities and you have to have skill or commitment. And you had, it was a commitment to the skill issue. Gotcha. That's yeah. good. Okay. And now yeah. fast forward here. So now you're a superstar team leader. Now you can recruit uh, with your eyes closed. Now you attract and you bring people into your vision um, what changed? You know, a lot, right? Um, I, over the last five years, right? It's been five plus years. Um, so that was when I was 23, I'm 31 now. Um, and I had a gap, right? So I've been in the team leader space for about a little over four years. Um, and a lot has changed. I mean, I went on a complete inward journey, you know, just like you and Dana are students of uh, John Maxwell. I've been a massive student of Tony Robbins mm. um, and really just really learning how to navigate myself. Um, because if you don't put your own oxygen mask on, you can't really, you know, do that for other people. Um, and so it's, it's been a massive inward journey over the last five years. Um, and that's really helped me with my recruiting. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, without putting words into your mouth, um, because why you show up more authentic now because what? Oh yeah. A hundred percent. Like, I'm not afraid, like, I'm not afraid to, you know, to do, to be me. Right. And it's, I'm very direct. I'm very authentic. I come across very real and transparent to people and that's attractive, right? Yeah. Authenticity attracts people. Right. Right. You know, so, and, um, so, do ahead. I have permission to share my screen? Yeah. Hold on. Let me give it to you. Hold on real quick. You're just like, oh, no, you don't have permission. No, you can totally have permission. Uh, if you are watching this, let, let me let me help everybody. So if you're listening to this uh, and on the I Love Recruiting podcast, this is also on YouTube. So you can go check it out. So share away, please. We are streaming everywhere. Everywhere. So this was a slide that really changed my game um, in mm. terms of just understanding recruiting. And I believe this was actually created by Mike Bastian years ago. Um, and it was trickled down to Mike Zwarick and then he gave it to me a few years back. And um, I think first and foremost, I learned how to become a better listener, mm. right? That's really what changed in me because for so long I was listening to respond instead of not listening to hear. Mm. Um, and- oh, hold on, hold on. we know, gotta pause, I'm not to interrupt you here. Say that one yeah. more time, listening to what, to what? Yeah, I mean, so listening to respond versus listening to hear. So, um, 
and, and truly be present in the conversation. And for so long, especially in my younger years um, of doing this, it's like I would be so focused on what was going to come out of my mouth that I couldn't even focus in the, in the moment. And so it got to be where I would be having conversations about the appointment or the conversation that I just had. They would be asking me very basic questions and I could not remember anything. <laughs> and I couldn't remember anything because I didn't hear anything mm -hmm. because I was so focused on myself and trying to figure out, well, Kim, uh, well, you need to, you need to slow down and listen first. Yeah. So good. So again, I want to pause you because gang, I want you to pause this podcast or if you're watching the art of recruiting, write that down. If you can't remember what someone is saying, you are not hearing them. Oh, not yeah, that is so simple and so good. Keep going. This is awesome. Yeah. Um, so, you know, so listening, you know, and when you're going into an appointment, right, these are the things that really changed in my, in my world, right, is mm -hmm. when you're first having a conversation with somebody and you're in the recruiting realm, they do see you as a recruiter. Mm -hmm. And it's not until they see you as, you know, their, their coach or their dream maker that they're actually going to make the move. And so you have to climb this wonderful ladder and you have to be authentic and caring and I didn't have, like early on, I didn't have that, right? Like I was just kind of so focused on the results versus the activities. So I was like, okay, well, if you're not going to join today, I'm going to like move on from you and bon voyage. Um, and so it's, it's really building yourself up in a way that, you know, you're talking to enough people and having enough conversations and going through this process with enough people that you really don't have to worry about the results. Mm -hmm. So, so walk us through these steps here. And again, for those that, uh, uh, are listening, go to our I Love Recruiting YouTube page and check this out. This is an incredible visual. Yeah, I mean, so it's just like walking upstairs, right? When you're first engaging in a conversation with somebody and they know you're in a recruiting capacity, they see you as a recruiter. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, and so with, with that, you have to do a lot of listening and you have to do a lot of discovery. You have to do a lot of come from curiosity. The second level, which is the second step that you're stepping on is, you know, they have to know that you're authentic and caring. And I think authentic and caring, like what that means to me is it means being vulnerable in making sure that they see that you're not perfect either. You know, so often in my journey, people were just like, wow, like you're human. Like, yes, I mess up all the time, you know? Uh, so, I mean, looking at like just social media, right? It's typically a highlight reel, you know, and um, you know, a highlight reel. And so, yeah, I mean, I'm not perfect. I'm just as human. Um, and so early in the relationship, I often find things that I can connect with and just vulnerabilities, you know, of, of like, Hey, what are they, what's their biggest fear? Mm. What are they most concerned about? You know? And then I relate by sharing a time. Okay. Well, you're not alone. Number one, number two, here's a time that I've experienced something similar. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, and then the third step, you know, is they have to know that you're knowledgeable. They have to see you as somebody that they can go to. And I look at this no different than being a top real estate agent. You know, if you're attracting listings to you, people are going to come to you if they see you as the, the, the market as the expert, right? So if you know the local real estate market better than anybody else, they see that you're knowledgeable. So they're going to naturally come to you. And so if you're recruiting, are people seeing you as knowledgeable? Are they seeing you as somebody that they could go to as a market expert or a real estate expert of like, hey, are they, do they know their stuff? Um, the next step is being a coach, right? Do you have the ability to ask great questions, come from curiosity, seek to understand? 
Um, and then dream maker, right? You know, it's like, if you look at the sign outside my door, um, you know, it says, uh, Kim Zeroff, team leader, CEO. And then the, it says rainmaker of dreams. Mm, I like that. Right? Because I want them to know that, you know, they can step inside my vault and I'm going to challenge them, um, to commit to their greatness of achieving whatever they want to. So, so stinking good, Kim. This is awesome. So I want to pause this for a second and I'm going to, thank you. When you were back in your suck phase, right? I mean, I love yeah. that terminology. I who was it uh, two weeks ago, two weeks ago, three weeks ago, I had my good buddy, Matt O'Neill on here and he was talking about state. And he said there, there was, there were three different types of state. There was shitty state, there was average state, and then there was awesome state. And someone put in the comments, um, uh, is shitty state a technical term? <laughs> so we're going to go back and embrace this suck for a minute. In those yeah. steps, where were you failing first? Or where, where now looking back on it, where do you feel that you were, you were failing? Authentic and caring. Mm. And mm. that's why I couldn't get anybody past that step. Because it kind of goes back to the saying of like, people don't care how much they know until they know how much you care. Right. And so I never really got to like, I, you know, I thought like, oh my gosh, like I know all this stuff. I know how to help people. I don't care. Right. Totally true. Totally, totally, totally true. And, and the vulnerability, right? I think that's where, and good job for sharing that because I feel that you're being vulnerable right now. Uh, you had to go inward to find your own vulnerability to be able to then share it with people authentically. Is that I hear you? Did I paraphrase that correctly? Oh yeah. hundred percent. You know, it's digging deep to find your own insecurities um, and what you're most afraid of. Um, because if you can't really go through those feelings yourself, how can you take somebody else there? Yeah, totally. Yeah. And, and, and one of the big questions that I love in that space, actually, I just got off a coaching call a second ago before this. And I said, hey, listen, use the language. What about that concerns you? Right. Because in our own hot, on our own head, and, and, and you can share with me where this shows up for you. When I'm in a conversation with someone and I'm listening to what they're saying, I'm not hiding behind a bush, waiting for them to come out, waiting to jump out in front of them and say, gotcha. It's, it's I'm listening. And I really want to know what about whatever they just stated, a, a challenge or an opportunity or something maybe their broker doesn't do for them. I want to know what that, what concerns them about that, right? Because I'll share with them what concerns me about it. Do you, do you go down that path too? Yeah, I do. I do. Um, you know, or I ask a few other questions. I, you know, I ask like, you know, what's, what's that costing you? Mm. Um, you know, and kind of doing the quantitative approach of things. Yeah. Um, Cause if they feel like they're missing something, you know, it's like, what's that costing you um, in terms of whether it be opportunity cost, whether it be, uh, you know, commission costs, whether, you know, there's a lot of ways that you could, um, you know, take that. Um, in addition to that, a lot of the question I common ask is, I mean, I'm just curious, what's the worst that could happen? Yeah, good language. Nice. Yeah. Okay, now fast forward because you are an amazing rock star. That's why you're on the I Love Recruiting podcast. Most so share with, us, share with us where you are right now. So, so what did you do all last year? How many how many did you recruit last year? Uh, last year, uh, I mean, all things COVID, right? My, yeah. my focus shifted. So we brought in about 100. <laughs> about a hundred, right? About a hundred. So now in your real in your real estate recruiting career, we've gone on five years, uh, roughly. How many agents have you totally recruited? 
Yeah, so um, I've gone on over 1,700 appointments um, and brought on about 440 agents. 440 agents, way to yeah. go. Yeah, definitely a real estate rock star recruiter for sure right now. Okay, now, now let's go forward. So what does it look like going forward in the recruiting space? Do you have leverage? Do you have a team now that you're working on? What what Help these people understand that sometimes it's okay to to teach other people in your organization, if this is the path you're going down, to, to leverage yourself and to build out more arms to impact more lives. Are you in that space yet? Yeah, I totally am in that space, right? Um, that's my, that's my you know, next feeling of achievement that I need a breakthrough, mm -hmm. right? It's really, um, you know, it's teaching other people how to do what we do at a high level. Um, so I do have a virtual assistant um, and he does a lot of really wonderful things um, in the recruiting space for me. He, he does a lot of appointment setting um, yeah. and I've spent so much time on the scripts and the, you know, conversion and all that kind of stuff. So he handles that space for me. I've got career night leveraged out. Um, you know, the next thing that I, you know, for me, it's like, um, it's finding other people that are excited and passionate. And I have a lot of perseverance um, that really want to impact lives. You know, I'm looking for, um, you know, another me, because, you know, if we can't, if we can't find talent and grow talent, um, you know, it's, you know, the opportunity that I have is going to be capped. And we have so many things we're working on right now that that's my, that's my job this year, right. Is to, um, is to build talent and to find talent. Gotcha. Yeah. Now, when you, when you say build talent, are we talking about the current agents in house? or Are we talking about your team members? Who are we talking about there? Yeah, it's, you know, it's anybody that's interested in, in leadership opportunity, right? So I look at who replaced me in my other office. Um, it was one of our ALC members raised their hand and said, hey, I want to be a, in, in leadership. I think the goal with, you know, being a team leader is making it look like so much fun that it's irresistible and people raise their <laughs> hand and say, hey, I want to do that. Right. But it's like you have, it can, it can happen both ways where there's other team leaders that make it look so stinking painful, like, hell no, I want to be a team leader. Right. You know, so it's all about how you um, how you choose to have fun. So I, you know, I choose to make it uh, make it fun. It's not always fun. Um, yeah. There's a lot of really really hard parts about this opportunity, um, and it's all about how you can show up to attract people to the, be interested in the role. Yeah, for sure. Walk us down that path. So I want to share with you. This is an opportunity right here. We have about on average about five thousand downloads a week uh, of the I Love Recruiting podcast. So yeah. Share, share, share with our listeners who you're looking for. What, what, what is the opportunity? What, what could they potentially come, come do and be on your team? Let's go find. Yeah, something. I mean, yeah, I love it. So you know, it's like we're looking for a um, people that are super driven. They're super excited and passionate to help people. They've got to have their number one priority be relationships. Mm. You know, because transitioning me from being transactional, being relational, like it was years of like really hard work and focus, right? So it needs to be people that are relationship focused. It needs to be people that are, you know, committed to do, you know, whatever it takes, the willingness to do whatever it takes. That's, you know, that's not always found, you know, grit is two things, it's passion and perseverance. Yep. They have to show up, they have to be excited. You know, um, we like to have fun. You know, I, I, I still to this day, if I wake up and I, I don't want to go to work and because I'm not having fun is the day that I will resign and I'm okay with that. Yeah. You know, um, that's, you know, that's, that's fine. And that's kind of something I've always stood by, right. Is mm -hmm. I have to be having fun. Um, you know, so it's just people that are looking to grow themselves, raise their leadership lid because 
if we're not looking to grow ourselves, you know, we're dying, you know, and it's, it's somebody that's really excited about um, the potential opportunity. You know, there's a lot of ownership opportunities, equity opportunities. Um, we're kind of entering a new phase of the real estate industry, you know, where it's like, there's so much change going on in the industry that, man, if you want to be a leader right now, there is opportunity everywhere, not just in Maryland, but everywhere. Mm -hmm. For sure. So, so I want to, I want to go back though. Yeah. So let's say that your 20, well, 23 year old self. Yeah. Let's say your 23 year old self just heard that. Yeah. Right. And let's say that maybe there is a, um, um, a little less uh, confidence that there should be in the individual. And maybe there is, gosh, I just don't know if I can do this, right? I think I might've heard some of that language uh, to, to now where you are. What would you say to that your 23 year old self right now? I mean, I think the biggest thing is to have grit. I, like I, that's something I always go back to, you know, and it's something that I've lived through, right? Because if I would have quit, I probably wouldn't be in real estate. Um, if I would have, if I would have completely given up, you know, after that failure, um, you know, I had a coach, I had a coach, um, you know, tell me shortly after that, you know, you have to believe that you're amazing mm -hmm. and start showing up in that way and then just start, you know, and then just go with it. And so my thing is like, Hey, have grit, have some passion, have some perseverance. And there's nobody better to bet on than yourself. Um, and so even if you're not succeeding, if you're not achieving, uh, you know, and it's something that you really want to do because it's going to get you to where you want to go, um, you know, that's, you know, stick with it. You know, I think I've had a lot of team leaders ask me, you know, recently um, and just kind of, you know, just asking, you know, they're having like pretty tough times and stuff because it's not, you know, it's not easy. There's definitely bad days. There's, there's hard days. Sure. Um, and, you know, I, I had think hair they, before I was a team leader. What's that? I had hair before I was a team leader. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, it's tough. It's, you know, it's, it's, it's like tough. when you, what's that? It's tough. Yeah. It's really tough. It's tough. Yeah. And so my advice and encouragement to them, which is the same advice that I would be giving to my 23 year old self is get really, really clear on why you're doing this. Mm. Because when you have clarity and why you're doing it, it'll make those bad days so much easier. Yeah. You know, and it's, it always goes back to the why. And, you know, the big why is something that's always kind of challenging for some people. They're just like, I don't know what my big why is, you know? Um, and it's like, take some time to figure it out. Mm -hmm. It's okay to not have clarity in it. It's not okay to not be looking for it. Right, right. Would you say over this transition from, from that self to this self that you've really probably defined or have clarity in your own big why? Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. That's good. And then how clear as it relates to, um, how often do you go into that space of, of really inspecting that big wise language? How, how frequently do you allow that to pull and motivate you? What do you see it daily? Do you read it? What walk us down there? I mean, I think about it, you know, I think about it very, very regularly. You know, I have um, a lot of reminders at my house. You know, I have sticky notes on the mirrors. I have, you know, um, stickers on my computer. I have, you know, things hanging in my office, you know, that just encourage and inspire me that kind of bring me, you know, bring me back to, you know, hey, where you're going. You know, there's one thing on my door 
um, or close to the door, it says action expresses priorities. Mm, good one. You know, and it's, um, that's from Mahatma Gandhi. And it's, you know, it's the idea of just like, you know, whatever action I'm taking right now in this moment is expressing my priority in this moment. And at any given time, we can change the, change, change the action that we take. Yep. I absolutely love that. Okay. So let's feature pace here for the next two minutes. Where are you in the next five years? In the five years. Okay. So, I mean, so clarity and like my big wife, like, Hey, where I want to go and stuff, you know, I'm on, you know, I've really have been on a mission to replace my active earned income with passive income. Um, and um, the reason for that, right, is to be able to really fund my future family, you know, and not really have to have any financial worries to be able to really do what I want when I want with who I want, right? That's the definition of that many, you know, many people say is freedom. Um, and so I'm kind of on that track. I'm on track. Um, I'm well on my way um, to having that be reality. Um, so what's next for me, you know, is, you know, really um, continuing to pour into our team here. Like I love our team. I love our family. Um, the goal is to acquire slash open a couple more offices this year. Um, and next year we're starting a leverage company here in a couple weeks. Um, so where I'm going is to, to continue to develop other people to create more opportunities um, for people that want to raise their hand and say, pick me. Mm -hmm. Love it. Kim, you crushed this. You absolutely crushed oh. this. My, I think, let's see here. Some of my biggest takeaways, clearly the this, this steps, love the steps, recruiting, authentic, caring, knowledge, my coach, and then dream maker, grit, passion, and perseverance. Good language there. Great language there, actually. Um, and I loved you being vulnerable. Thank you for sharing the story from, from past to now uh, present and even into the future. Fantastic. When, when our listeners can go uh, uh, follow you and find you, where, where can they find you? They can find me on Facebook. They can find me on Instagram. They can text me, call me, email me. They can do what they want to do. What, what are some of those handles? What are they? How do they find yeah, you? Yeah, so everything is, everything is backslash Kim Zeroff. Um, you know, my email is kimzeroff at kw.com. My okay. cell phone is 970-765-6115. Careful. Careful. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> okay, so... And if any of our listeners would like to uh, apply for that job, if any of our listeners would like to get on your team, can they just DM you? Can they just email you? Can they call you now that they yeah. have your number? I, I don't care. That's great. Okay, I'm always, you know, my thing, my thing, Adam, is like, you know, if I can create conversations and have conversations that can help move somebody forward, awesome. Yeah. You know, and if it turns into, it, it goes back to, you know, you never know who you're going to end up in business with. And so it's always be focused on those relationships. Right. Yeah, for sure. Uh, well, you are a superstar and, and yeah. I really am grateful for your time here. Uh, Mike is an incredible leader. So I know that you have uh, incredible, incredible leadership right in front of you. So congrats on, on that alignment. And if there's ever anything that we can do for you, please don't ever hesitate to reach out because uh, 1700 appointments and 440 recruited agents, Ms. Kim Zeroff, you are definitely a rock star recruiter. Congratulations. Yes. Thanks for having me today. Our pleasure. Okay, everybody. So good job. Uh, let's see here. We've got some comments down here. We've got Jake Dixon said, good stuff, guys. Mr. Jeremy Bauer says rock star. And look at Mr. Peter Pacetto said, look at those rock stars. There's some fun names right there. Everybody, my name is Adam Roach. I've been your host here. You have just listened to Kim Zeroff on the I Love Recruiting Podcast. See you bye. <laughs>